So we are talking along the lines of who are you? And we're discovering who we are in the Word of God. We are new creations in Him. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus in Him. We are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus. We are His poem. We are His masterpiece. We are the very handiwork of God. Amen. And we discovered last week that the master has a plan for all of his masterpieces. He's got a path for all of us to walk in. And we discovered this path by simply opening our hearts to him. We find his path in the word of God. We can see where we are going because the entrance of his word gives us light And then we also discover His plan and His paths for our lives through the power of the Holy Ghost. Aren't you glad for the Holy Ghost? And here's what the Bible says. It says, the path of the just, that's you, is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. His path and His plan gets brighter and clearer for his masterpieces. Amen. So when we walk on his paths, life will be brighter and life will be better. I love the scripture in Psalms. It says this, that God crowns the, our year with goodness. Or we could say it this way, that he crowns our life with goodness and all of his paths drop fatness. All of his paths drip with fatness. In the Old Testament, when this verse was written, it was a sign of personal success and abundance and prosperity. So I'm looking at a group of people that want to walk in prosperity, want to walk in abundance and in goodness. And as our desire is, so will God cause his paths to drip with abundance and to drip with prosperity. Amen. Amen. Lift your right hand with me and say it with me. I am prosperous. I am a success. Amen. Did you know that there's power in the word I am? Death and life are in the power of the tongue. What Whatever follows the I am, whatever you say after you say I am will eventually find you. When you follow the I am with a positive confession, you are handing into your life an invitation. You're opening the door and you're giving it permission to be in your life. When a person says I am broke... I'm so in debt, they're inviting struggle. They're inviting lack into their lives. When a person says, I am so tired and I am so fatigued, fatigue comes looking for them. If a person talks continuously about how forgetful they are, memory problems come looking for them. I'm so overweight. I cannot lose weight. It seems as if just looking at food puts pounds on me. 
Well, calories will come looking for you. It's like you're inviting them into your life. So don't invite what you don't want. Don't call what you don't want. If you want the dog, don't call the cat. If you want strength, don't call weak. If you want healing, don't call sick. If you want joy, don't call I'm unhappy. Say with me, I'm happy. I am full of joy. I think that perhaps some of you here this morning need to send out some new invitations. To where you get up in the morning and you invite good things into your life. Just go through the day and say, I'm blessed. Blessings are going to come looking for you. Blessings are going to overtake you. I'm talented. Talent will come looking for you. Now, you may not feel up to par today, and that's okay. But if you say, I'm healthy, I'm strong, I'm healed by His stripes, healing starts heading your way. Say it with me, I'm healthy, and I'm strong. That's a good one, isn't it? I think we ought to try that one on for size again. Say it with me, I am, I'm strong. Mark it down, strength is tracking you down. Don't ever say, I can never get a break. I'm so unfortunate. I never get any good breaks in my life. What that is, it's inviting disappointments into your life. But rather, you can say what God has had to say about you. You can say, I'm wise. I'm disciplined. I'm focused. I am prosperous. When you talk like that, those things begin to be attracted into your life. Don't talk old, talk bold. Don't talk old, talk young. Yeah, you may be getting a little older and that's all right. But you don't have to talk old. You don't have to talk about wrinkles. Come on, somebody. When you talk old, you're inviting oldness into your life. You're inviting fatigue into your life. I have got just a wonderful anti-aging treatment for you today. And it doesn't cost you anything. Just open up your mouth and declare the decree. I am young at heart. I am strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Hallelujah. And He's renewing my youth like the eagles. Woo! Hallelujah. I'm a blessing. I am a blessing. And so are you. So my encouragement for you this morning is never, ever speak negative things about yourself. Don't get down on what God is high on. He's high on you. He loves you. Amen. Keith Hershey says he's not mad at you. He's mad about you. Amen. And so see yourself through the lens of God's word and say what God said about you. Amen? Amen. So this morning, we want to take it a step further and we want to all declare, I am an heir. I am an heir heir of God. God. That's who you are. I'm an heir of God. You're an heir of God. In Galatians 4, 6, and 7, it says this, And because you are sons, 
God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Daddy, Daddy. Wherefore, thou art no more a servant, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. Now that Greek word heir simply means this, one who receives an inheritance by right of birth. One who receives an inheritance by right of birth or by right of the new birth. Amen. Ephesians says this in one eleven. It says, In him or in Christ also we have obtained an inheritance. The New Living Translation says this, Because we are united with Christ, we have received a glorious inheritance from God. I want you to realize what a rich and glorious inheritance He has given to you. Are you thankful for that? So this morning, we are going to have the reading of the will. The reading of the will. You know, when someone passes away and they leave a will or they leave a living trust, they gather the family together, they bring them to the attorney's office, and they say, are you now ready for the reading of the will? You know all of those family members can hardly wait. Amen? Not like a lot of people, they don't leave wills, they leave bills. But that's not us. Because we're rich. But the reading of the will. You know, if we can get excited about the reading of a natural will, we can get excited about the reading of the New Testament and the Old Testament. Jesus not only died, but he rose from the dead to see to it that his covenant is intact and his will and his inheritance is received. Amen. At the moment you were born again, at the moment you were born again, you were born into the richest family ever known. We have been born again into royalty as heirs of the Father's kingdom. One person said it this way, and because we are His, we can access now everything that the Father has, for we are heirs. The message translation of Galatians 4, 7 says this, If you are a child, you're also an heir, with complete access to the inheritance. Say this with me, I have complete access to this inheritance. And we access this inheritance by faith. This inheritance is not earned by works, but it is received by the faith that takes. Just put your hand out, open up your heart, and say, it's mine, I believe it, and I receive my inheritance right now. In other words, just say, thank you, Lord. I receive it. Thank you, Lord. I receive my healing. Thank you, Lord. I receive my freedom. Thank you, Lord. I receive my prosperity. Amen. 
We have access. We have access to this inheritance. You don't have to wait to get to heaven to access your inheritance. There is an inheritance in heaven, but there also is an inheritance here on earth. Look with me at Colossians, the first chapter, and notice with me in verse uh, 12. Colossians chapter 1, verse 12 says this, Giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet or able to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Now notice that word meet. That word meet is an old English word. In the Greek translated meet into English, it means he has enabled you. He has qualified you. He has equipped you to receive your inheritance. And he has equipped you with the faith that believes and with the faith that receives. The Amplified says this, that He has qualified us and made us fit to share. We're in Colossians 1.12, Amplified. He says, who has qualified us and has made us fit to share the portion which is the inheritance of the saints. Hallelujah. And this inheritance, what does it include? It includes the full scope of God's provision. The full scope that encompasses everything in your life. Whatever you may need in your spirit. Whatever you may need in your soul. Whatever you may need in your body. Whatever you may need relationally. Whatever you may need financially. This inheritance covers everything you'll ever need. And we find out about this inheritance in the will. And the will of God is the word of God. So we don't want to be ignorant concerning the will. We want to be knowledgeable concerning what the will says is ours. We don't want to be like the people in Hosea 4, 6 where it says, My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Too many Christians are not reading the will. Too many Christians are just taking the word of preachers. Too many Christians are just taking the word, well, grandma taught it and I bought it. Well, as good as grandma is and as good as her cookies were, grandma needed to have a renewed mind in order for her to transfer to you what God's will is for your life. Amen. We do not want to be held captive. We do not want to be as Christians on the outside looking into the banquet room while the people of God have prepared before them a table in the presence of their enemies. It's like this guy, you know, he got on a great big ship and was going from England to America. And all he had was enough money to pay for his ticket. And he had a little bag with some cheese and crackers in there. And he had just enough to eat for those days that it would take to get to America. And he kept looking longingly over at the banquet room. I mean, you know, if you've ever been on a cruise, you'll know that they really deck it out. You know, they wear tuxes and they have five and six course meals. We went on a cruise one time, I think it was for our 10th anniversary with George and Terry. And man, I tell you what, we decked out and they fed us good. George sometime had three or four meals at the same, at the same table. 
It was a lot of fun. But anyway, he he kept he kept looking in. Oh man, that lobster looks good. I'm not going to start. But oh, that looks good. And kind of near the end of the trip, the the captain of the ship said, "Sir," he said, "Are you are you okay?" He said, "Yes, I'm fine, thank you." He said, "Well." Is there something wrong? I noticed that you never came in for dinner. You never came in to have your banquet, your breakfast, your lunch and dinner. He says, oh, he said, sir, he says, you know, all I could afford was the ticket. All I could afford was the ticket. I just ate these cheese and crackers. And the captain said, oh, I'm sorry, sir. Didn't you know that your ticket included your meals? And you see, God's given us a ticket. God's given us inheritance. It includes our meals. Come on, somebody. It includes everything that pertains to life and godliness. He is, not only has he given us the ticket, but he's paid for the ticket. And so you just open up your heart and say, oh yeah, I may not deserve it, but I receive it anyway. So you find out the will of God in the word of God. That's why we encourage you to read the word. And to read faith-building books. Read books like God's creative power. Read books like In Him by Brother Kenneth E. Hagin. That'll put something into you. In Acts chapter 20 and verse 32, you'll notice this great verse of Scripture. I'd like a little participation this morning. So let's read it together. Ready? Read. And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of His grace... So the Word of God is able to build you up. If what you're feeding on is not building you up, you're feeding on the wrong thing. Because God's Word will always build you up. God's Word will always edify you. But I wanted you to see this, that it is through the Word of His grace that gives you the knowledge of your inheritance. The Amplified says you're rightful inheritance. So my encouragement to you this morning is to step up and take it and receive it. Come to the table and partake of all that's on the table. For he has prepared a table before you. Right smack dab in the presence of your enemies. The message says he has prepared a six course meal for you and for me. Don't be a rebellious child. You know, sometimes God's, for some reason, He has a hard time getting His kids to the table. But say it with me, that ain't me. I'm able, and I'm coming to the table. So say this with me, I am an heir of God with a glorious inheritance. Now let's take this a step further. Look at with me at Romans chapter 8. And notice with me in verses 14 uh, through verse 17. Romans 8, verse 14 through 17. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, what are they? You want to hear another I am? You want to say another I am? Say this with me. I am led by the Spirit of God. I am always in the right place at the right time 
doing the right thing with the right people. Verse 15. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear. Fear is not a part of our inheritance. But here's what we have received. We have received the spirit of adoption of sonship, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit Himself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Now here's the verse that I want you to see. Would you read it with me? Verse 17. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with Him, that we may also be glorified together. Now let's just keep that verse up there. We're heirs of God, and we are joint heirs with Jesus. Here's another I am. Say it with me. I am a joint heir with Jesus Christ. Now, the word joint heir in the Greek means this. One who is in union together with an inheritor. One who is in union together with an inheritor. Strong says of this word, a fellow joint heir. An heir together with. with. Thayer's says this. One who obtains something assigned to himself with others as a joint participant. Amen. Amen. So if as a family you're called to the reading of the will and the reading of the trust, and just say you have one brother and one sister, so there's three of you. The inheritance has been given. Everyone in the family becomes a joint heir. An equal participant of what has been left. Amen? Amen. You know, when my mom and and dad passed away, they left us something. It was good and it was awesome. And it wasn't, you know, anything astronomical. But Brenda and I, because we are one, when we received that check in the mail, we were joint heirs. We were co-equals with that inheritance. And Brenda said, yay, hallelujah. But I want you to realize this. In the Amplified, it says, If we are His children, are you His child? Then we are heirs also, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, sharing, listen to this, sharing His inheritance with Him. A joint heir with Jesus. I think it's going to take us all of eternity to discover what all of that means. Joint heirs with Jesus Christ. We're talking about identification. When he was crucified, you were crucified with him. When he died, you died with him. When he went into the bowels of the earth for three days and three nights, you went there too. But oh, thank God, early Sunday morning. Just like Jesus said, He arose victorious from the dead. So when He arose, you arose. And when you said, Jesus, come into my heart. Jesus, you are my Lord and you are my Savior. Immediately, the shackles of sin, the shackles of darkness were removed from your life. And you were transferred into the kingdom of God. 
And you were raised up. Go like this with me. I've been raised up. Let's do it again. I have been raised up. He didn't leave you down. He raised you up. He didn't leave you down here. He brought you way up here. <laughs> Woo! Glory to God. Raised up. So we don't have to look to man to give us a break or to raise us up. We have already done been raised. Amen. Look at Ephesians 2, verse 5 in the Amplified. Remember this, you are an heir of God. You are a joint heir with Jesus Christ. Amplified says, He raised us up together with Him and made us sit down together. Everyone say together. Together. Joint heirs. He made us sit down together What are those next five words? Giving us joint seating with Him. Oh my goodness. Joint seating? With Jesus? Together with Him? The Father and His family? The firstborn among many brethren? Giving us joint seating with Him in the heavenly sphere by virtue of our being in Christ Jesus. What I got in my spirit is this. We are joint heirs with joint seating. And this seat that you are seated in is a seat with benefits. It's a seat with benefits. It's not economy. It's first class. All the way, baby. All the way. All the way. From San Francisco to London, we're going first class. Well, all the way in the last of the last days, we're going first class. A seat with benefits. Until we get home. Amen. Amen. You know, if you've ever been to a ball game, um, you know, the other week I went to a ball game and watched the A's play, and I don't remember who it was, but they had these lounge chairs. And I said, well, you know, I might get one of those. And the lounge chair was really, really cheap compared to what they normally were. So I said, I'm going to get me a lounge chair. And you go and you sit in that lounge chair, and man alive, it's got about this much room between you and, the, and the, the wall there, and it's got a TV there in front of you, and it's got peanuts, and it's got something to drink, and it's got everything you might want. It was a seat with benefits. Now, I had to pay for it, but this seat with benefits in Christ Jesus, it's already paid for. It's already paid for. Amen. It's paid for. Years ago, back in probably the 80s, uh, Brenda and I went over to, uh, flew over to Paris, and we were to speak in a Bible school in Paris and a Bible school in Rome. 
And uh, we had to come home because of an emergency. And we flow, flew over their economy. And uh, we told the stewardess over there at, uh, what is that French airline? Air France. Air France. You know, we had to go home because of an emergency. And they had compassion for us. And they put us right there in first class. Right there in business. It didn't cost us anything. It was a seat with benefits. God's got a seat for you. You're seated with Him. It's a place of authority. It's a place of dominion. It's a place of progress. It's a place of prosperity. It's a seat with benefits. Hallelujah. 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 Psalm 103 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. And then he goes on to list the benefits that have been given to us because we're heirs of God and joint heirs with Jesus Christ who has forgiven you of every iniquity. He has healed you of every disease. He has, oh, hallelujah. He has redeemed your life from destruction. He not only saved you from hell, but He saved you from accidents. He saved you from from some wrong relationships. He's redeeming you daily from destruction. And if I had time, I'd run and then dance. Hallelujah. Say with me, I am the redeemed. Here's another I am. I am redeemed. I am redeemed. From all destruction. And he crowns you with loving kindness. And tender mercies. And he satisfies your mouth. With good things. Good things. Not just natural food. But spiritual food. He satisfies your mouth with praise. He satisfies your mouth with worship. He satisfies your mouth with good things. He satisfies your mouth with the gifts of the Spirit. You know what I have determined to say on a regular basis? That I am a worshiper. And that I am a praiser. Try it on for size and lift your hands as you do. Say with me, I am a worshiper. And I am a praiser. He satisfies your mouth with good things. So that what? So that your youth is renewed just like the eagle. If you're going to soar with eagles, you must let go of the weights that keep you grounded. If you're going to function in the unction, And be a partaker of this glorious seat that has benefits for you. You'll have to let go of the weights. Let go of the worry. Let go of comparing yourself with others. We're all co-equal in Christ Jesus. Let go of the weights of depression and sadness. It's time now for us to soar. Amen. I said it's time to soar. Amen. 
Who, who, who'll soar with Pastor Tom and I? Who'll soar with Brenda and I? Who'll soar with the, who will soar with the Amherst? You ready to soar? To soar? We must let go of the weights. Let go of the weight of the past. Do not let condemnation drag you down or keep you grounded, saith the Lord. But rise up, son. Rise up, daughter. Praise me. Worship me. For I am the one who has set you free. I'm not remembering and I'm not condemning. I am the lifter up of your head. This is what I have said. So let it go and begin to soar in heavenly places with me. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He satisfies thy mouth with good things. Good things are in store for the heirs of God. Good things are in store for this church. I don't care what it looks like sometimes. I don't care what it smells like. I don't care what it feels like. I'm going to go by walking by faith and not by sight. How about you? Hallelujah. I love Gloria Copeland. How many of you love you some Gloria Copeland? And Gloria has what George Pearson's calls Gloryisms. And one of Gloria-isms is this. The benefits of the will belong to everyone in the family. And I'm in the family. Are you in the family? In closing, look at verse 7 of Ephesians. Well, not in closing, but fixing to close like Brenda says. Ephesians 2, 7, Amplified says he did this that he might clearly demonstrate through the ages to come the immeasurable, the limitless, the surpassing riches of his free grace. His inheritance that he has given you, it's immeasurable. It's limitless and it is surpassing. That's so good. You know, Jesus was appointed heir of all things. Look with me at Hebrews chapter 1 verses 1 and 2. It says, God who at sundry times and in divers manners spoke in time past unto the fathers by the prophets hath in these last days spoken to us by his son whom he hath appointed. I want you to get this. Heir of all things. Say it with me. Jesus is heir of all things. Hallelujah. One translation says he appointed him heir and lawful owner of all things. The NLT says that God promised everything to the son as an inheritance. Oh, come on, somebody. Jesus is heir of all things. And you, my brother and sister, are joint heirs with him. What does that mean, Pastor Mark? That means we have inherited everything that Jesus has inherited. Hallelujah. When you got born again, Jesus moved in with everything he has. Let's stand up and rejoice in the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Say with me, when I got born again, Jesus moved in with everything that he has. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Raise both hands right now. Glory to God. Let's give him praise this morning. 
Glory to God. Woo, thank you, thank you, Jesus. You are so good to us. Thank you for the reading of the will today. Thank you for the reading of your word. Thank you, Master, for the encouragement that you have encouraged us with through the reading of the will. Hallelujah.